0: Greetings and welcome back to Chapter 4 of Is Christianity a White Man's Religion? How the Bible is Good News for People of Color by Antipas L. Harris. As we continue in this book reading, we will now move into Chapter 4, which is Titled The Church and the Search for Identity. A short quote by Kelly Brown Douglas. Christianity has provided theological legitimation for the overall dehumanizing denigration of black bodies. Wow okay and let's begin the 21st century has birthed a new world with the emergence of computer technology the world became smaller education is finally at our fingertips thanks to online connections yet with all the advancements we enjoy today there remains a stronghold on America's spiritual and social development. Personal piety has its place, but true revival involves both the spiritual and social at the same time. Over the years, legislation has changed. Women and black people can vote now. Black and white people drink from the same water fountains and attend the same public schools. Yet racial attitudes, systems, and structure are often as bad as they were under the Jim Crow era. Isms and phobias such as racism, sexism, anti-Semitism, xenophobia, Islamophobia, and homophobia remind us that the church still has work to do. The sense of hopelessness that accompanies a world of hate continues to fill communities. The stats are staggering, and the reports are heart rending. The following is a list of only a few examples. The US News and World Report states, black males are nearly three times more likely than white males to be killed when law enforcement officers use force. The civil rights data collection at the U.S. Department of Education reports, black students, particularly boys, are suspended and expelled at a rate three times greater than white students. Poverty is disproportionate within communities of color and prisons are filled with people of color, particularly black men. Additionally, research reveals the devastating news that young black children are committing suicide at record rates. It is bad enough that among all youth, suicide is the second leading cause of death between the ages of 12 and 18 years old. The same study shows that the rate of suicide attempts for black youths shot up to an alarming 73% from 1991 to 2017. Black boys also had a significant increase in the injuries they received from the attempts, which suggests that they are engaging in more lethal methods. Another study reveals that between 2001 and 2017 the rate of suicide deaths among black girls shot up to an astounding 182%. At one time pain was a key motivation that led people to the church. Going to church helped to deal with life's challenges. But with the decline of church attendance, one wonders whether church in the Western world is on the brink of extinction. Churches are already closing. This is happening all over the Western world. Church buildings were once religious symbols of hope and spiritual spaces to call home, but now are either being torn down Converted into restaurants, nightclubs, and other social venues. In a society in search of spirituality, what an unfortunate reality. Subtopic Church Hurt. Another point of concern involves the exodus of people who have been hurt in the places of healing. Space here does not permit all I would like to address about the dynamics of church hurt. Some of the more well-known situations are priests and pastors who have sexually violated men, women, boys, and girls. This is not new. In my years of ministry, I have sat with people in their 80s were trying to come to terms with childhood predators who they trusted as religious leaders. I have also walked with families whose children were violated by people they trusted. Unfortunately, many people who grow up in the church struggle to figure out how to live their faith in light of peer pressure and personal struggles. A man shared with me how disappointed he is with the church. His bishop was indicated in numerous child sex violations over the span of forty years of ministry. The young man who had admired the bishop explained that when he got the news he got depressed. That bishop had been well known for his work in youth empowerment. He has been known for his strict religious teachings about modesty and holiness, but more than 40 testimonies allege that he was engaging in predatory sex practices all along. With deep concern about religious hypocrisy, young people are turned off when they learn that people who claim high moral standards are really hypocrites another example is when award-winning gospel singer lee andrea johnson drew attention with her public rants about the church she felt that a legendary gospel singer past gospel singing pastor snubbed her in a green room In her public statement, she said that all her life, she wanted to meet him. When she finally got the chance, she was hurt when it appeared that the pastor all but ignored her. Johnson posted a video on Facebook Live, lambasting the pastor and even cursing the church. Before concluding, She added that she had nothing for the church anymore. She felt it was full of phonies and hypocrites. Johnson later apologized. She also admitted that her relationship with God was strong, all the while maintaining the belief that the church has caused pain. In her experience, church people have held religious stances on issues such as doing drugs, drinking alcohol, and premarital sex only to be guilty of hypocrisy. The social media replies to Johnson were with were a mixed bag. Some were shocked by her original post of disdain for the church especially considering her her rising stardom and as a gospel singer. Others chimed in with their own disparagement for the church. Whether the comments reflected shock or overt support, a common theme surfaced. People agreed that far too many Christians are hypocritical. Could it be that contemporary churches promote religion more than they help people navigate life? In the ghettos, barrows, prisons, homeless shelters, and traps, it's sometimes hard for people to believe that they can even matter to God. This is why a former bagman told me, Doc. You've got to take the religion to the streets. Subchapter. The need for identity formation. A desire to keep it real drives many people into either gangs or alternative religious sects. While gangs and religious sects are not the same They have in common a message of support. Young people are eager to be part of something that makes them feel good about themselves, invites them to a family type community, empowers them to dream, and speaks to the problems that keep them up at night. This spiritual search stems from an innate desire to know who we are. While we are here, and our purpose. Bible, biblical Christianity gives answers to these questions. People need to discover who God created them to be. The silence of Christian leaders on pivotal matters gives the impression that they don't care or are not in a position to bring the healing restoration and triumph they preach. People desire truth when they can't find it at home or the church, they will find alternatives to wrap their minds around the meaning of God, life and creation. The silence of public faith creates a large disconnect with many who have a hard time and desperately need Christ in their lives. There are many people who want a better life, but they don't know how to achieve it. For example, there are many men who want to be good fathers, sons, uncles, and positive contributors to the community, but how do they start over when they have already made a series of mistakes. Many men under 50 years old have never experienced or seen a godly man model before them. They are also people who want to succeed in business, ministry, and other vocations. Others need personal and professional development, but how will they get it if they don't have personal or family connections. They need people of faith to help them. To put it in biblical typology, they need a Moses to mentor Joshua. They need an Esther to advocate for their well-being. They need an Elisha to mentor Elisha. They need a Naomi to mentor Ruth, or a Paul to mentor Timothy and Titus. People are important, their gifts are important, and each of their contributions to the world is equally important. When I read the devastating reports about childhood suicides, I wonder whether anyone told those children how precious they were and whether hearing that would have changed their minds. I wonder how many adult Christians tell children how important they are to God and humanity. I am convinced that we move too fast with so many distractions that we fail to let others know how important they are. African Ubuntu philosophy teaches that human beings are born out of community and sent to community. The foundational Ubuntu principles is I am because we are. This means that human identity is communal. When others remind us of our worth, they remind us that our identity is inextricable bound up in community apart from the community one can neither know who he or she is nor can one understand his or her worth many people are more familiar with what the Bible says they should not be doing instead of finding their identity in Christ. So they don't know how important they are to Christ. Consequently, they cannot know how important they are to a society. The church must care for broken people. In biblical times, the church was more than a place. It was a a people who shepherded, loved, and cared for men and women. At a coffee shop one evening, a young black woman shared that she attended a women's conference where one of the speakers preached a message that really resonated with her. The pastor spoke directly about the poverty and brokenness in her community. The pastor didn't sugarcoat it. She empowered the congregants by simply telling them how beautiful they are and that they are loved and have value. The young woman was deeply moved. The challenges she has faced had stolen her self-esteem. She said that this was the first time She had heard a message that empowered her self-worth. When pastors pour into their congregations like that, young people might not need to run to alternative sex to gain confidence and self-determination. People have had to battle with challenges such as rejection, low self-esteem, and economic difficulties need empowerment. There is no greater empowerment than feeling that a higher power understands your pain. It is impossible to love a person if we do not go where they are. That will complete our reading for this week. Stay tuned for next week as we continue in Chapter 4, The Church and the Search for Identity. Thank you for listening. Be safe.